Hello and welcome to Quiz Time India. This week on the show we have Shakti Shetty. We are at University of Cambridge, England. So Barry Lyndon, uh, a movie by Stanley Kubrick, was uh, went by the name Arun Jaitley. Manto being younger, he and a bunch of bullies come up to Gandhi. Hey, this was this was very fun. Yeah, like this was this was very cool. So put on your thinking caps and fasten your seat belts. The show is about to begin. Welcome to Quiz Time India, India's first quizzing and trivia podcast. Did you know the paintings on the Toronto Express trains were done by Mamta Banerjee? Yeah. Also, did you know Peter the name, Petra the place, petroleum or petrol, patthar Hindi for rock, petrichor smell of earth post rain, all these words have the same root. And if you like such local and vocal facts, you have come to the right place, the right podcast, Quiz Time India. First up, to begin the episode, I need to thank all the people who wished and congratulated the podcast and Studio Forty One for completing one year. It has been a pleasure to do this alongside you all. You have been an excellent audience, and I couldn't have asked for anything better. Now remember. You can support us going into this new year by contributing to the podcast. Is those को रिश्तेदारी में बदल लेते हैं? You can donate to keep the show running. You may go to www.instamojo.com/slash/at-the-rate-studio41. Yes, www.instamojo.com/slash/at-the-rate-studio41. Or you can go to PayPal www.paypal.me/slash Studio Four One Pod, www.paypal.me/studio41pod. Contribute whatever amount you like. No amount is less, and every penny counts. The links are also in the description. Going further, I must add that the side project slash newsletter, this content, just completed its tenth edition. So it's officially not a side project anymore. Small victories, small joys. This week on the newsletter, we have cyberpunk recommendations, new metal music from India and Pakistan, an Oscar-winning short movie, and much more for you to enjoy over the week. All of this for free. This content, your friendly, algorithm-free recommendations newsletter. Head over to studio41.substack.com to get your fix. Link again is in the description. And talking about newsletters. We launched another newsletter recently. This one is called Sports Quota. It's such an Indian thing to have, right? This newsletter will eventually be a roundup of all Indian sports, but for now it is primarily about cricket, cricket matches, cricket stories, and cricket memes. Yeah, that is a thing, and I love it. So do check out sportsquota.substack.com. Again, link in the description. So those were the two new projects that we have been running, and now. Let us get into some quizzing. First of all, there has been a pending audience question. Ashwini Natu was on the show, and this was her question to the audience. Yeah. So the question for the audience this time is that I'll give a list of items. It's a non-exhaustive list, so I'm giving 
few of the items that are present so you have to tell uh, where will you find all of these items okay so the list goes like this a bicycle a set of the chinese board game go a shawl a kurta and a book about rock climbing in wales so these are a few of the items that are present so where will you find all of these items at one place and the correct answer was the nobel prize winners museum all of these items belonged to a certain nobel prize winner some of them of course were indians as you would have guessed now to this week's episode this week on the show we have drum roll Shakti Shetty. Shakti is a Mangalore-based copywriter, content creator, and occasional blogger with key interests in, well, of course, quizzing, cinema, history, and gardening. And on that note, without any further delay, welcome to Quiz Time India. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Quiz Time India. It has been a, a long week. and it has been a long wait but we are back to regular programming and today with me i have a special guest his name is shakti shetty and he is from namma kudla bangalore it's been a while but it's good to have someone come from bangalore and uh, i always enjoy these sessions what can i say mangaloreans are nice people shakti how are you doing man hey, are I'm you good. ready for some quizzing yeah 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 i'm very excited about this actually all right shakti uh, for your benefit and for those listeners who will be joining us for the first time there are always some new listeners Uh, I'll just tell the rules once and quite quickly. Basically, Shakti, you have a set of questions with you. I have a set of questions with me, and we both will take turns asking each other these questions. The questions can be from all the way from Bollywood to music to history to politics, anything that goes. And the idea is, this is not a competitive quiz. We can take our time in cracking these questions, in deciphering the clues. and if ever we stumble we can always ask for hints hints are allowed there is no points there are no negative marking and you can take your time with it so is that clear shakti yeah yeah totally yeah all right so shakti as is the tradition on the podcast since i am the host i'll make you comfortable i'll ask you the first question and we start out with a very interesting and a very simple question this is a fact which i came across just yesterday and it was quite intriguing that this thing had ap- actually happened so here is your first question shakti the year is 1991 we are at university of cambridge england there is there used to be a old computer laboratory and inside there was one room which was sort of nicknamed the trojan room inside the room you had a bunch of scientists who were working on the latest of computer technology i mean it is 1991 but these scientists were working day and night and what used to be happen that every once in a while these scientists they used to take a break from their work and they used to head over to the coffee machine only to find quite invariably that the coffee machine would be empty and they would be disappointed because they already put in a long shift and now they just wanted a cup of coffee and even that wasn't to be so it was a waste of trip also the fact that they would be disappointed to solve the problem these scientists came up with an amazing solution a solution which is being utilized till this date which has revolutionized our lives to a certain extent 
can you tell me what was this humble invention that these scientists came up with again cambridge university scientists want to drink coffee every time they go it's empty and they come up with a solution to figure out this entire problem i've read about this but i can't uh... hmm uh what are you thinking right now what lines are you thinking on i uh, initially i thought okay uh, this was, this must be like some uh, some because uh, uh, the answer might have nothing to do with coffee it, it's it's like a hmm. it's like an accidental parallel to some some other invention uh, but hmm. uh, so you you are on the right track there you're on the right track yeah. there that it has nothing to do with coffee but they came yeah. out with a system which informed them if the coffee wasn't there or not yeah because uh, there has to be some camera system very very close very very close you almost gave the answer yeah yeah i've read about this i can't uh... you almost gave the answer is this is this webcam by any chance you are absolutely correct to yeah, save people yeah. working in the building the disappointment of finding the coffee machine empty after making the trip to the room a camera was set up providing a live picture of the coffee pot to all the desktop computers on the office network the yeah. coffee pot and the camera which was linked to it gained uh, notoriety across the entire uh, scientist community and in fact they retired the computer and the the webcam and the coffee machine in 2001 it's kept somewhere as a museum and it was a basic webcam as i said 1991 so it would refresh a uh, once every minute or once every second and a live feed will be sent to these guys who were working all day long and yes shakti you are absolutely correct that is the correct answer that is the invention of webcam people just wanted so some they, coffee yeah so it's basically went on for a decade from 1991 to 2001 right yeah In fact when they shut it down the last image that they had was of the mouse which was shutting it down so they had to shut down the software so the last image that webcam ever uh, displayed was the mouse click which shut it down so it was just a joke yeah. on their behalf <laughs> So I'm supposed to present my first question right Yes now it is your turn you can ask me a question Okay so Uh, before going to the question, I'll uh, I'll give some uh, background to it. So Barry Lyndon, uh, a movie by Stanley Kubrick, was the uh, before this movie, uh, Barry Lyndon was the last movie to be shot entirely in natural light. Mm-hmm. Natural light means like there was no artificial light except for one scene where candles were required. But apart mm-hmm. from that, there was no like artificial light involved like in any part of this movie. So. Mm-hmm. This record held on for uh, how many years? Almost, almost half a century. Yeah, more wow. than forty years, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and then in this century, I'm looking for the name of the movie which became the first Oscar-winning movie from this century to be shot entirely in natural lights. Hmm. So, which is a rarity because it's very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. but this this uh, director he was very clear that he wanted it to be shot that way and uh, uh, for the movie they little traveled from place to place like uh, uh, some parts were shot in canada some in alaska uh, they mm. even went to latin america because just to find the right light and color uh, uh. 
I'll start with one hint. Uh, this movie was a huge relief for the actor. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about here. <laughs> so I've not seen Barry Lyndon. Uh, that's one of those which has already escaped, and it's a three-hour movie, so I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I lack the patience these days to watch such long movies. <laughs> but understandably, yeah. Uh, but I think I know which movie you are talking about. First of all. I'm going to go with the fact that there are only few cinematographers who can pull it off, and one of them is uh, uh, Chivo. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, that's his name. That's his nickname, and he works with Inari too. And Inari yeah. too made a movie called The Revenant, which yeah. was, as you said, Alaska, Canada could be a thing. And I remember watching the movie, and and as you said, the act for the actor it was a big relief. I'm assuming it's because Leo finally won an Oscar. So exactly. yeah, that is my guess. Yeah. So yeah, that that was it. That was it. In fact, the very first scene of the movie, uh, mm-hmm. it's like uh, like a lesson in uh, cinematography in natural lights. So it's a very violent scene, but mm-hmm. the way they conducted it uh, during the dawn, it's amazing. And mm-hmm. the entire film is obviously amazing. Uh, but yes. yeah, that that was the that was the crux of the question. I actually uh, remember reading a while back. Uh, about the production of the film as you said it was extremely tough for them to find the right location i'm one of the reasons must have been to find the perfect light and i also remember this is uh, dicaprio saying in his you know post oscar victory glow saying that they could not find perfect locations for the movie because global warming had played a part uh, affected so much that the snow they could not find the snow when they were looking for the snow yeah and yeah the cinematographer was emmanuel lubeski who did a whole lot of work with uh, i think all of them all the three musketeers what are their names inari to and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. inari to koron koron uh, and del toro yeah yeah, yeah. love that guy but he even included that part in his documentary about uh, climate change that oh he did were, yeah yeah he did he did mention that part like how difficult it was because the movie was already very straining and mm. on top of it uh, even climate change wasn't in their favor because they had to keep on moving uh, so because like you said right the snow was an issue the mm. light was an issue uh, whatever they were imagining it was always a because you know how it works right when you make a mm. movie the whole schedule is set initially they designed yeah. that okay this has to be shot on this day but it never worked that way so that was a added trouble wow that is a til Yeah. <laughs> now, now we'll move to the next question. Shakti, for this, I will take you back to 1975, and we will be talking about the emergency. It is quite a fascinating period in our country's history. I mean, of course, it wasn't one of the best, not one of the better periods, but definitely fascinating. So, I'll just quickly jog everyone's memory. Emergency was a, a 21-month period. uh from 1975 to 77 so president fakhruddin ali ahmed declared a state of internal emergency upon the prime minister indira gandhi's advice on the night of 25th june 1975 so 25th june 1975 just before the clock was about to stri- uh, strike midnight uh, fakhruddin ali ahmed signed the document declaring emergency and for the next few days the entire country went into full panic a uh, countryman of all hues of all different party parties went into panic now as i said this happened at midnight and overnight a lot of opposition leaders were being arrested and one such 
opposition leader was a youth leader who went by the name Arun Jaitley. So back then, Arun Jaitley was a student leader in Delhi. He was uh, part of the Delhi University. He was the president of the Delhi University Students Association. And early morning, police came to arrest Jaitley. But his father, Maharaj Krishnan, who was also a lawyer, kept the police busy while Arun jumped from the back and escaped. He didn't know what to do, so he went to the university campus. And there, uh, this is how actually Jaitley describes it in uh, Kumi Kapoor's book, The Emergency. He describes the morning that he went to the uh, university campus and he says, We learnt that there was a huge police force being led by the DIG surrounding the entire place waiting to take us into custody. There, Jaitley ran into one person who was going to, who ended up becoming a famous TV journalist. And Jaitley told this to be famous TV journalist that, you know, you go and disappear. Try your best not to get caught. But Jaitley said, I will court arrest. I will go forward and I will get arrested. And if the odd chance police doesn't catch, come to catch him, he called upon another person who was in his team who went on to become a famous print journalist. He told the print journalist, you wait with a scooter for me at a side entrance of the university. Together, we will run away. So there are two journalists here. One is a to-be print journalist and the other one is a to-be TV journalist. TV journalist ko bola jata hai ki tum bago. Print journalist ko bola jata hai, keep your scooter ready. I'll run with you. When Jaitley eventually reaches the spot where he's supposed to meet the to-be print journalist, the print journalist is nowhere to be seen. It was only later that Jaitley found out that the to-be print journalist was caught by the police and he had signed Indira Gandhi's 20-point program, which meant you had disassociated yourself from the opposition activities and now supported the government. Jaitley was bundled up by the police and sent to jail. He went to Tihar and the to-be TV journalist who was told by Jaitley, you go into hiding, in the meantime had apparently organized a procession in the university campus where he famously shouted, Agar sach kehna bhagavat hai, to samjo hum bhi baagi hai. Now after all this, Shakti, what I want you to tell me is, who is this famous to-be TV journalist and who is the other one, another famous to-be print journalist? Hmm. So, for some reason, the first name mm-hmm. that uh, came to my mind was Karan Thapar, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's not the right answer. No, it's not uh, Karan Thapar. So, no, it's uh, not Karan Thapar. Yeah, so Arun Jaitley, uh, all of them were batchmates. The print journalist, the TV journalist, TV journalist led a agitation and after which I think he was caught. The print journalist was caught and he signed the program, Indira Gandhi's program, saying I'm not a part of any such activities from henceforth. Take a guess. Mm-hmm. You know these people, I think so at least. They're quite uh, famous even till this day. Are they still alive? Like y- Yes. Know? Yes, and active That's too. Mm. Which is what makes this question even more so fascinating. I'm trying to understand, like Arun Jaitley died in his 60s and uh, the yes. people we are looking for must be in their 60s too. Yes. So, uh, is it... Uh, Hmm. What the 60s? Uh, I'm thinking of Pranar, but no, no it can't. Uh, is it uh, this guy? Aapke uh, uh Yes. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. Rajat Sharma. Rajat Sharma. Yeah. 
so that has to be the tv guy tv yeah. journalist yes so yeah. next time he says calls anyone you are a traitor just remind him that he was shouted agar sach kehna bagavat hai to samjho hum bhi baagi hai and now you have to tell me who was a print journalist print journalist so print journalist yeah. has to be uh, also if i can give you a hint this print journalist became so famous that he also is quite a regular on tv now uh has to be delhi guy uh, yeah damn it i give up <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i'll just uh, give you a hint uh, if you could uh i think he works with aaj tak right now again he has a tv show where he hosts uh, does interviews uh, oh mostly. is this a uh, uh, hmm? uh are yaar can you describe the person for me i think you know the per- who uh, who i'm speaking are about yaar. since you mentioned aaj tak right yeah i'll give you the answer yeah yeah please do <laughs> <laughs> it is prabhu chawla Prabhu Chawla, yeah. Prabhu so Chawla. Prabhu Chawla Chawla was supposed to help Jaitley escape, but uh, he panicked. He signed, and signed the resolution. Yeah, he signed the resolution, and uh, it is. I thought it was quite interesting as to how time changed and how people's how their agendas change. Kumi Kapoor's book The Emergency it is quite a, a great retelling of what happened during those days so shakti well done you were almost there now it's almost the, yeah <laughs> yeah you got rajesh sharma a bit prabhu chawla you stumble i i, I prabhu chawla's face was in my head like i couldn't get the name only <laughs> yeah yeah this is just a quick reminder that you guys should check out our newsletter this content it is free This week we recommend two outstanding YouTube videos, two enjoyable movies, two top drawer podcasts, three delightful songs and six cracking articles including a wonderful short story. Believe me, this is all the art that you would need this week. Subscribe to the newsletter to get these recommendations in your inbox as I said for free. studio41.substack.com. Now, back to your show. Uh, so I'll share my question. Uh, so as we know, uh, Sadhatasan uh, Manto, uh, the famous uh, Urdu writer. So this question is about him. Uh, before uh, we get into the question, uh, we need to know his background. Uh, he started as a film writer. Uh, he started as a journalist, and then he moved to film writing, and then he moved to Bombay and started writing for uh, uh, Hindi films, Hindi cinema mm-hmm. back then, in the 30s and 40s. and then partition happened and then uh, he decided to move to pakistan so uh, some things didn't change he quoted controversy when he was in india undivided india and he quoted controversy when he moved to pakistan too and the controversies were around his writing mm-hmm. because he used to deal with lot of progressive uh, subjects and uh, he was always under the radar right uh, for obsharges and all so interestingly he was arrested four times in pakistan for different stories mm-hmm. different uh, uh, pieces of writing mm-hmm. uh, tanda ghosh and several uh, three others uh, stories and uh, interestingly mm-hmm. out of these four arrest three times he was released with the help of the is uh, mm-hmm. contemporary uh, popular mm-hmm. pakistani poet uh, faiz ahmed faiz mm-hmm. so he helped yeah so he helped him really release three times from jail because of his influence 
obviously he, he was at a much higher stage than uh, uh, manto uh, now the question is why didn't fez help him in getting released the fourth mm-hmm. time what was the reason mm-hmm. he didn't uh, contribute okay to his release because mm-hmm. you know how uh, how the system works right the whole influence right so so somehow so fez used his influence in previous three situations but not in the fourth one and before that we need to know that uh, partition of uh, obviously happened in 1947 and manto died at the mm-hmm. very young age of 43 okay so i know of the stories uh, i mean i've read some of the stories that you mentioned thandagos definitely is one which comes to mind and uh, i remember there were a lot of court cases i remember there was a uh, article a while back about manto and ismat yeah. chuktai i think they had a court hearings back to back so they both were spent few days together in uh, i think lahore or was it karachi and they're talking about life and you know quoting arrest every once in a while but let me guess why would fez not help him the fourth time around uh did okay uh, did he make a personal attack against fez let's just go with that uh, so uh that's not the right answer but it's 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 very interesting you know why because uh, uh mm-hmm. manto being younger he uh kind of uh, aspired for uh, fez validation so interestingly fez didn't approve of what he wrote mm-hmm. but at the same time he supported his independence as a writer okay so for for manto that was kind of an insult and he apparently mentioned it to his wife back then that i'd rather mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, rather language in a jail than have that kind of opinion from someone he respected oh, wow. a lot so that was it that was the reason why uh, these guys had a difference among themselves no no so answer is something else but but i just added a added okay. a angle to your okay uh, is it because uh, Manto had once uh, written about himself that, uh, you know, when he dies, his uh, I think he wrote something on these lines. He wrote that on the tombstone will be written that the best uh, short story writer, short story writer, has been buried here. And maybe Fez did buried. not like it that Manto thought, oh, he is the <laughs> bigger deal here. Is is that on the right track? I don't know. It's a guess. No, no, no. That's not the right track. uh they had lot of like they they had a, a, a difference of opinion but they lo- had lot of mutual respect so i'll give away the answer now mm-hmm. so it's kind of a googly uh, the reason is uh, fez himself was arrested back then so he himself was in jail <laughs> so he couldn't help manto <laughs> get out of the jail why was fez so, arrested yeah <laughs> is, is yeah. It- he was arrested for uh, yeah. for his writing for his po- uh, poetry against the government because uh, uh there was there was a uh, there was a hint about uh democracy under threat by the uh, military mm-hmm. so so lot of lot of political turmoil was going on uh-huh. so that played a part in his and hence he could not say manto on that charge could not <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so like uh, like i mentioned uh, tandagosh was one of the stories yeah. the other three stories were uh, uh, kali Sal- uh, shalwar mm-hmm. uh, koldo and doa Oh, Koldo. So, these were yeah. the these were the controversial. 
Oh, I was just saying, cold though is, uh, I mean, it should come with a trigger warning of sorts. But I think that is the part of Manto's story was he used to, you know, dangle this carrot of humanity that you hope that things will work out. You know, things will work out, but then he would just pull the pull the everything under your floor and under your feet, and you will just fall on your face. Yeah, 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 exactly. That is a great question. Move to the next question. Okay, I have three questions. One is from food. One is uh, sort of from literature, and the other one is sports. So take your pick, whichever you want to go for. I'll go with. I'll go with sports first. Oh, amazing! I'm glad you asked. Uh, you picked sports. So what I have in front of me is a quote by Andrew Flintoff. So Andrew Flintoff is hmm. the English all-rounder, retired a while back. played around 2005 to 2010 somewhere around that period quite successful now this is what he says about a certain cricketer that he played with this is what uh, andrew flintoff says if he had carried on playing cricket he would have been england's ricky ponting or sachin tendulkar he was that good he used to turn up open the batting and score a 100 every time he batted and then he would bowl everyone out he was a quick bowler and he got offered a contract at lancashire then flintoff says uh, he remembers that the contract that uh, this person got was around 2500 uh, pounds which was quite big for their level because they were student or like early club cricket that these guys were playing hmm. but the contract uh, the offer was 2500 pounds but This person refused it, and he went on to play somewhere else, where he became sort of world beater. Now, this person's elder brother also played cricket, and the last hint is, if this is a hint, the person that we are talking about once scored a century batting alongside Matthew Hayden. So this is back in the day, nineteen ninety two. uh matthew hayden was playing for uh, green mount cricket club along with this person that andrew flintoff is talking about and they shared a 236 run partnership and uh, the englishman the kid uh, scored uh, 110 matthew hayden scored 140 you have to tell me who is this person that we are talking about some things are there of course that this person did not end up playing cricket which is why Flintoff says, if he would have carried on playing cricket, he would have been England's Ricky Ponting or Sachin Tendulkar. Hmm. So that means this this person went on to play some other sport. Basically, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so this person could be a footballer. So yes. Or uh, and if he if he's a footballer, the only footballer that I can think of who showed any interest. at least on social media uh, was frank lampard uh, but frank frank lampard has nothing to do with australia or matthew hayden <laughs> yeah. so that is not a that is not a good guess so we'll have to think of something else mm. uh, somebody am i in the right zone when i say football yes you are absolutely in the right zone so english footballer used to play cricket was quite good at cricket and in fact as i said uh, scored a century and had a 236 run partnership with matthew hayden hayden was also a young kid who hadn't made his debut for australia then and 
this person's coach in the paper so next day when the, these two kids scored uh, this massive partnership the photo was in the papers this person's coach saw the photo and said you know what stop wasting your time playing cricket you're better than that come and play football hmm oh is this guy from manchester united by any chance yes ah oh, oh. ஒன்னு Uh, but uh-huh. but then i said no 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 this is something else something else is going on because steven marco uh, they were before this guy uh, flintoff uh, so True. so it didn't make sense frank lampard because i've seen him play cricket like i've seen some oh. tweets where he where he's is like stance and all is very very good somebody has played cricket Proper before cricket. Okay, otherwise you know how people when they don't know cricket they <laughs> hold the bat in a very very wayward fashion right Yeah yeah, so, yeah 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 you can tell by the stance yeah, right yeah 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 so i was like and uh, when he said football i thought yeah then then we have to like close in on manchester united because manchester united ka i've read that gary neville had interest in cricket yeah even this guy uh, uh, uh football's uh, uh, nicest person what's his name gary lineker he has played cricket for mc <laughs> mcg he used to be a wicket keeper oh yeah so uh, oh, mcg uh, played a match against uh, uh, germany and he was a wicket keeper <laughs> yeah and he oh, nice. yeah and he later moved to football like full time and then he became the first englishman to uh, play for barcelona if i'm not mistaken even scored a hat trick against i think uh, he did yeah, i Madrid. think so yeah. yeah yeah so amazing like how we have this very chotu sa cross section between football and cricket otherwise it's very rare to see no Absolutely. I actually that reminds me of a very uh, interesting trivia which I came to know from Twitter itself. Uh so we are talking about Michael Atherton. And remember him, yeah, he was a skipper, yeah. Yeah, right. And I think now I'm not sure Michael Atherton used to play for Cambridge if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And so there is this rivalry which happens uh, the matches which happen between Cambridge and Oxford. and michael atherton used to play for cambridge and he went on to you know bat one day and a sort of rookie bowler came into bowl for oxford and dismissed mike atherton and now that person has gone on to do something entirely different in their life which is not even like remotely uh, okay they are remotely related to cricket of course but not per se cricket related but Uh, this person had once tweeted at Michael Atherton like do you remember i once dismissed you and of course michael atherton remembered is it some it commentator by any chance no oh uh, no no it's indian that much it tell oh ah uh, can't be arsha bugle no <laughs> i wouldn't really no, thought of no, arsha no, bugle no. <laughs> because he doesn't have anything to do with oxford or cambridge he is from iia yeah IIM. he was probably iim and yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like iit iim yeah. so who is this guy a uh, very famous uh online has written about is uh, okay 
is from a cricketing family but not a cricketer himself oh uh, has written ra- about cricket s- s- uh, yeah sar sardesai yes rajesh rajdeep sardesai he once dismissed michael atherton some lbw out there are always such stories you know like little stories hidden somewhere yep yeah and i think that's what makes it fun that's what gives perspective of things because otherwise you keep thinking about things in like absolutes but once you look at from these certain tiny as per point of view everything's so interesting man yeah it all more interesting absolutely before we go any further a quick shout out to the new newsletter in town it is called sports quota i mentioned it earlier it is about the game we all love that is cricket the biggest stories nostalgia memes videos all carefully curated check us out at sportsquota.substack.com subscribe to the newsletter to get all this cricketing action straight to your inbox for free all right shakti it's your turn for the last question yeah so my question is uh, you have to tell me who am i right so i started hmm. in theater and i was doing fine uh, uh, as a as a theater not a personality as a theater actor and I, and i mm-hmm. stumbled upon my film debut in richard attenborough's oscar winning uh, gandhi in 1982 mm-hmm. but i was i was mm-hmm. i played a very tiny role like hardly anybody noticed me and mm-hmm. then 7 uh, years later i quit theater and i moved to mm-hmm. cinema full time like i stopped theater because something happened while i was playing a part in some shakespearean play uh i went through some meltdown on the stage itself and and decided that theater is not for me anymore so i thought like i'll i'll channel channel my energy to through towards like cinema and uh, this carried on for the next 8 years mm-hmm. and uh, suddenly i decided that i don't want to do films either and i declared that i'm okay. done with cinema somehow mm-hmm. martin scorsese the legendary filmmaker he came to know about my retirement and uh, he flew all the way to italy to convince me mm. to come out of my retirement self imposed retirement and then we did a movie together mm. Mm. and uh, my my whole persona has been of the choosiest actor out there in fact yeah. in, in the past for 20 years i've done only 6 films So right now I'm officially retired again and this time I I'm, I'm yeah. sure that I won't be coming out of retirement. So who am I? So I know this bit. In Gandhi there's a scene where Gandhi is crossing the road and he's talking to someone and a bunch of bullies come up to Gandhi and one of the bullies is a young kid who a very freshly faced uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, are movies we can do this all day if it comes to movies <laughs> that's all i have done in my life i in fact started a newsletter for just for movies and music so daniel de lewis was just a tiny kid yeah uh, and then of course uh, he went on uh, did a quite a few, few movies last of the moicans and uh, which was that irish movie that he did about the irish five no no uh, it's about the blast where uh, these bunch of people were falsely accused of a terrorism plot this is in northern ireland the entire my father's uh, my uh, 
my father my son no uh i think so i know exactly what you're talking about yeah but uh, it's called my father or something in the name of in the name of the father in the name the of the father yeah yeah in the name of the father yeah and uh, you mentioned the scorsese movie that is i actually for some reason i ended up in a rabbit hole few days back and i was watching their interview promoting the film uh, this was uh, the the new york movie gangs of new york and uh, uh, daniel day lewis played bill the butcher if i'm not mistaken and he is out uh, of uh, acting now phantom thread was his last movie yeah he is very reclusive and you know how he is like he barely yeah yeah does an interview yeah and he's quite uh, this thing strict about how he go- behaves right yeah yeah so yeah. Uh, i remember reading in gangs of new york so the movie is set in what 1600 1700 i think 1700 maybe late, early 1800s yeah and this guy was sick on the set and you know there was a doctor on the set and the doctor said ye ye dawai khalo theek ho jaoge this guy said was this medicine available in the time when i had the character you know the character i'm playing 1800s so like no of course not there is like i can't take it then and apparently in one movie he actually hunted because he was playing a hunter he yeah. actually went and hunted while the entire crew was eating aram se their meals this guy was like until i hunt i will not eat and he did that for the entire duration in fact uh, on the dedication yeah yeah, yeah like uh, eat he, he took um, we are talking about him as if he is dead but uh, he, t- <laughs> he, he he took uh, the whole uh, method acting to next level uh, in fact uh, uh, on the sets of uh, gangs of new york when uh, you know hmm. dicaprio uh, said hello to him for the first day uh, he realized that daniel lewis was already in that character and he was quite kind of freaked out because uh, he didn't expect that for so for the next several months maybe seven months or something they never spoke mm. to each other it was only when the uh, the shooting was See. done that they they had a casual chat there is uh, there is another such uh, anecdote in uh, there will be blood have you seen the film yeah 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 so there is a character which is played by paul dano if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah the priest yeah earlier there was someone else who was supposed to play that uh, role and that person i think the in rehearsals or maybe in some of the early shoots that person got scared of daniel de lewis <laughs> if you seen the movie you know the kind of scenes yeah. that they have yeah. together this is my milkshake and what not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that person got scared he's like i'm not doing this movie this is not something that i want to yeah. do no one suffer through this but that's the beauty of the man that's what makes his uh, movies and his roles so memorable that we're still talking about all right so shakti on that note we will be moving to the last bit of today's show the last segment which is the audience question so what we do here is you ask the question and our audience members if they know the answer if they think they know the answer they can get in touch with us they can send in the answers at at the rate quiz time india on facebook and on instagram or at the rate podcast studio 41 on facebook instagram or twitter and over there we can go through all the answers and then we will declare one person who is the winner that is the deal so shakti over to you for the last question of, of today and uh, the audience question please cool so this is kind of a morbid question uh, which is 
which is ironically in line with the with the world we are in today so uh, in in india in the 21st century uh, the first decade which is 2000 to 2010 uh, or 2001 to 2010 there was a there was a clear rise in the suicide of farmers so if you remember the uh, there were lot lots and lots of worrying statistics back then like several especially in the vidarbha region in maharashtra and uh, that was the case in the first decade in the second decade somehow farmers were displaced in the list of suicide they were moved to second position who took the first position and that is the question for today's session okay so that is the audience question so as shakti said we have you guys have to tell us who was this uh, who were these people who overtook the farmers in uh, the unfortunate list of most suicides committed and as i said earlier you can send in your answers to at the rate quiz time india on facebook instagram or at the rate podcast studio 41 in all different social media platforms so shakti on that note we come to the end of uh, this quiz uh i really hope you enjoyed it because i enjoyed it definitely and i'm pretty sure I the audience it. will also enjoy this i genuinely loved it because i i love i've been quizzing for 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 very long time i've been quizzing since school days and i love trivia like i'm i'm neck deep in trivia and this is something i i love doing and it was so much fun to have this like tete tete with you like i loved it <laughs> thanks for having me here oh great Oh, I'll send you the invite to our Discord server. So we keep having uh, these quizzes, and uh, there's a rolling quiz channel. So every day, through the day, people just keep posting questions, and it's like a nice time pass. In the ch- you'll be having your chai, just open one question and see what is being quizzed about. And uh, one final thing: if uh, our audience member would like to get in touch with you, if they would like to, if you're hosting any quizzes, how do we find you? if you could just give out uh, your social media if if that is yeah, okay yeah, yeah. you is. can just uh, ping me on uh, on instagram like uh, just dm me it's uh, shakti_shetty s h a k t i _shetty s h e t t y all right shakti so on that note we bring this episode to an end thank you so much shakti for taking out the time and hopefully we'll have you here soon enough And this brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember you can support the podcast by contributing to the podcast. You can donate to keep the show running. You can go to www.instamojo.com/@studio41. www.instamojo.com/@studio41 or you may go to www.paypal.me slash studio 41 pod paypal.me slash studio 41 pod contribute whatever amount you like no amount is less and we'll be thankful for your donation the links are also available in the description that will be all for today thank you for your time you can thank me for mine goodbye